Hey, I'm Rachel Thompson Orfield, Associate Pastor for Youth and Young Adults at Second Presbyterian Church in Roanoke, Virginia. You're listening to our podcast, Second on the Mount. It is my deeply held belief that the Word of God has something unique and powerful to offer to and through each one of us. It's my belief that the Word of God has something to offer you. My prayer is that God will use these human words of ours to bring encouragement, wisdom, and hope for the journey ahead. Thanks for listening, and subscribe if you enjoy. We're glad you're with us. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, breath of God, fire of heaven, fall afresh on us, on all of us, today. Amen. Today, on Pentecost Sunday, the church celebrates the gift of the Holy Spirit. We celebrate that the Spirit is poured out on all people, and we celebrate the diversity of gifts and voices that the Spirit lifts up in honor of the work that the Holy Spirit does in all of us. Our first scripture passage will be read by many voices from our church family. Listen for the word of God. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 3b through 13. No one can say Jesus is Lord except for by the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith, by the same Spirit, and to another the gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the discernment of spirits, to another, various kinds of tongues, to another, interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greek, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one Spirit. Our second passage comes from the Old Testament prophet Joel, chapter 2. Verses 23 through 29. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. 
and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I, the Lord, am your God and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. Then, afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves, in those days, I will pour out my spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the beginning, before the world was made, the Spirit of God hovered over the chaos of the deep. God breathed, and with a word, let there be, the world came to life. And it was the same in the beginning before the church was made. The Spirit of God hovered over the heads of the gathered believers. The Spirit rushed in like a violent wind, turned everything upside down, and the church came to life. Voices filled the room, heard in many different languages. The sound grew until it filled the whole house, until the neighbors gathered around bewildered, wondering what on earth this chaos could mean. It gives me comfort when I'm feeling bewildered to remember that chaos is where the spirit does her best work. This whole world came out of chaos, mixed with spirit and word. The church universal came out of chaos. Different voices, different perspectives, lives turned upside down by the radical love of Jesus Christ and the outpouring of God's spirit on all flesh. The apostle Peter understood the day of Pentecost for what it was. See, he'd had his life turned upside down by our triune God before. So when he saw those tongues of fire, when he heard those many voices, Peter knew that this must mean that the holy mischief maker was at it again. In his attempt to explain this descending of the Spirit to the crowd, Peter reaches back into the history of the people of Israel and calls on the prophet Joel. He preaches to them from the same passage that you just heard me read a moment ago. And he says, this, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what God promised. God promised and said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old folks will dream dreams. Your young folks will see visions. No matter your social standing, slave or free, man or woman, no matter what the world says about you, no matter who you are, I will pour out my spirit on you. 
This is what we've been waiting for. Today, on Pentecost Sunday, we celebrate together this truth that our scripture passages so beautifully articulate, that each one of us bears in our being the outpouring of the Spirit of God. We might have different giftings, but it's the same Spirit working in all of us. Imagine with me this future that the prophet Joel is talking about. Men and women, young and old, slave and free, breaking social boundaries, social norms, so many different dreams, so many different visions, so many different voices prophesying, and who knows if they're all saying the same thing. When I imagine Joel's vision, it doesn't really sound like unity in the spirit. It sounds like chaos. See, it's the on-all-flesh part that seems to cause the trouble. Because if God really does pour out the Spirit on everyone, then I can't claim the gifts of the Spirit in me if I'm not ready to celebrate the gifts of the Spirit in you. We have to be willing to listen for the voice of God in the gifts and voice of every human being we meet. Even when our gifts and preferences look wildly different from one another, even when the sound of our many voices speaking differently in the same room starts to sound chaotic, we are called to live into the promise that our shared identity as God-breathed flesh is enough. And this is the great unifying force of the Spirit. It's not so much that the Spirit is like some new agey mystical cloud system that we're all hooked into and somehow virtually connected to one another. It's more that the source of the breath in my lungs is the same as the source of the breath in yours. The Spirit, the giver and renewer of life, has been poured out on all flesh. My life, my breath, my voice is dependent on the life and breath of God. And if you are made of flesh, so is yours. And in that shared breath, we are one. One in the Spirit, one in deservedness, one in belovedness, one in giftedness, one in the eyes of God. When I was in college, I remember poring over this passage from Joel, clinging to its promise, to its promise that says, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. At the time, I was attending a church that did not affirm the gifts of women in ministry. And I remember reading that line, and your daughters, over 
and over again. It gave me hope that the little spark of a calling to preach that I felt inside my soul was something I could trust. It gave me hope that God really does pour out the Spirit on all flesh. Not everyone in the world wants to hear from a voice like mine. But that doesn't change the fact that God's Spirit has been poured out on me. I'm so grateful to all of those people who encouraged me to respond to God's call and to every person who, through their listening and support and even critique, has affirmed in me and helped me claim the authority of one on whom the Spirit of God has been poured out. I hope, I pray that there are people in your life who will help you do the same. But I'm also grateful that I've experienced what it feels like to have my gifts ignored. A hope that it's made me more attentive to the voices and gifts of others, especially those who have been overlooked or oppressed, even if what they have to share is different from what I'm used to or different from what I'd prefer. I love the passage from 1 Corinthians that you heard earlier, and I'm glad that we were able to hear it read in many voices. Because the passage itself is an assurance that not all gifts of the Spirit look or sound the same. Even in Paul's day, I'm not sure that everyone in the room would be entirely comfortable with the discernment of spirits or various kinds of tongues. But Paul isn't imagining a spirit that cares very much about making people feel comfortable. Paul's basic argument is that the Spirit brings out unique and varied gifts in people, and we are one in the Spirit regardless. Deal with it. Which is a lot easier said than done. It's easy for me to say that I value all voices if I'm not actually listening to very many voices. Am I hearing the others? Am I treating each voice with the dignity and honor of a person on whom the Spirit of God has been poured out? Am I open to the dreams of others, even when those dreams look different than my own? In this pandemic, am I giving honest consideration to another person's vision of how our country could or should move forward? Or am I unwilling to be swayed from my own vision for what is right? As a white woman, am I paying attention? Am I really listening to the prophetic witness of my black brothers and sisters when they share about their experiences of racism? And in all these situations, how will I respond Will I respond defensively in fear of what I could lose with a need to be right? Or am I willing to respond with empathy, with openness, with a willingness to be changed and make changes 
when I notice the gifting of the Spirit outside of myself. Because let me tell you about the Spirit. Whether you like it or not, the Spirit shows up everywhere. In the music that you heard this morning from the organ, and from the music you heard from the guitar, in the voices of all nine individuals who read scripture today, in the eyes of the woman in the grocery store whose face you can barely see behind the mask she's wearing to protect you, in the determination of small business owners who are doing everything they can to support their families and their employees, in voices across the world that call for peace, in voices across the world that call for justice. In the life of a man, an image-bearing child of God named George Floyd, the Spirit of God has been poured out on all flesh. Friends, there are countless voices. There are countless gifts, and most of them don't look the same. In the face of chaos, it can seem like an impossible challenge to find a way forward, to remain open to gifts you don't understand. But even when the world around you is in chaos, and it looks like no one's gifts are up to the task, the Spirit has been creating beauty out of chaos since the beginning of time. And the Spirit doesn't leave anyone out. So whoever you are, get ready. Get your gifts ready. Get your voice ready. Don't let anybody tell you that the gifts God gave you aren't good enough just because they're new. But also, get your heart ready. The Spirit is going to require a lot from your heart. See, when you open your heart to recognize the gifts of the Spirit in another human being, even when you don't fully understand what you see, you can't just walk away unchanged. Because now you know that you belong to each other. You are one. Then, afterward, says the Lord, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit. Amen. Second Presbyterian, finding direction by following Jesus.